everyone, and welcome back to BoJack Horse Pod, the BoJack Horseman story. Today, we're actually going to be doing something special. We're going to be talking about BoJack Horse Pod, the BoJack Horseman story, episode one. That's what we're here to do today. As always, I am Kirsten McInnes, joined by the lovely Lindsay Wilson. Lindsay, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Would it be weird if I just kept listening to this podcast? It was pretty good. <laughs> I don't think so. Actually, I don't think it would be weird at all. We're like really good. <laughs> I legitimately have it in my notes of can I keep listening to this? I feel like I shouldn't, but I I wouldn't hate it. Honestly, I feel like it could be a really good self-reflection piece, but also mm. it could lean into narcissism. Yes, that's the Maybe that's ask the risk. your therapist. Consult <laughs> your therapist before you re-listen to our whole podcast. That's good. I have therapy tomorrow. I'll ask her. Perfect. But uh, write it down. I'm not kidding. I want to hear what she has to say. <laughs> Should I re-listen to my own podcast? <laughs> I mean, I, I don't think there's any glaring red flags. Here's the thing. I think the major difference between episode one and where we are now is I, fe- I feel like you could tell in episode one we were nervous and we were like mm-hmm. putting on like we're on. We're podcasters. Yes. <laughs> and now we're kind of just like, ugh, life is hard. Let's do a <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Yeah, and I think there was a little bit of still getting to know each other, where now it's like, I know everything about you. <laughs> Literally. But, but, okay, we're not supposed to jump right into this. We have segments, sorry, sorry. okay? God, These segments so are sacred. I can't believe you. I'm Honestly, I really wish we had the what time is it right now in the holidays for our first episode. I feel like it is a fun segment. It is a fun segment. It was sometime in January 2021. That's all we know. Well, okay, so when did it get real? I feel like we can, like, do the math. When What yes. was the release date again? I will tell you. It came out January 18th, 2021. Okay, 18th. So it came out on the 19th. Or it came out at 9 p.m. our time, so it's showing as the 18th, but it was a 19th podcast. It's possible. I think we recorded it somewhere around the 11th of January, 2021. That sounds right to me. I feel like we were committed to me having a week to edit. <laughs> And that has fallen off the tracks. Uh, we did it for a long time. And I think that we will do it again. I think yeah. we just also have embraced flexibility, which is healthy. I think so. Yes. Yeah. January 18th. And then the next one actually came out on the 25th. So we were a Monday podcast for a minute. That was never the idea, though. I think <laughs> you wanted to be a Monday podcast because you're like, nothing comes out on Mondays. And I was like, no, nothing comes out on Tuesdays. And then I bullied you. Yeah, that's And fair. then it's a Tuesday pod. <laughs> I think there was something, too, about we wanted to, like, we weren't out on Apple Podcasts yet or something. There right. was something about that. Yes, yes, yes. We were trying mm-hmm. to get out. But you're right. Okay. Anyways, back to current day. It's Wednesday, July. Oh, wait. Stop. Scally, lead us in, please. Yes. God, as if we weren't going to acknowledge oh Scally. God. Side note. Okay. So I want to acknowledge there was an episode a couple weeks ago for as far as the listeners are concerned, where I forgot to include this galley drop. I think it was in episode 12. And I heard from both you and Chappelle about this. And I said it was just an illustration of how just at my whims, I can cut people however I want. So. Oh, my God. Well, so, no, I listened and I was like, oh, my God, no scally, WTF. Mm-hmm. And then Chappelle messaged me and came at me like, <laughs> what the fuck, no scally? And I was like, it was Lindsay. It's not my fault. Yeah. And then... Scally was like, wow, you didn't want to put it in because you had a guest. And I was like, Scally, we don't play it live. We don't have the technology. 
<laughs> yes, well, I'm sorry, Scally. I decided to flip it and make it an example of my power. But Yeah, so you watch your back, Scally, because Lindsay right. cut you once and she'll do it again. I'll do it again. But anyways, thank you also for leading us in, Brian Scally, <laughs> to what time it is right now. What time is it? It is currently Wednesday, July 6th, 2022. It is 7.14 p.m. in the Pacific time zone, 10.14 p.m. in the Eastern time zone, 3.14 a.m. on Thursday, July 7th in London, and 10.14 a.m. on Thursday, July 7th in Hong Kong. This podcast is coming out July 26th, 2022. And there's some holidays on this day. Not a lot. My childhood best friend's birthday. Aww. I haven't talked to her in years. <laughs> I was just going to say, are you still best friends? No, we haven't talked in a long time. I wish her well. <laughs> yeah, I feel like there's a lot of people in my life where I feel that way. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I haven't talked to you in a very long time, but I mean, hope you're good. Yeah, exactly. Unless yeah. you're a conservative, and then I hope mm. your mom says she hates you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so July 26th, Aunt and Uncle's Day. Do you say aunt or aunt? I say aunt. I say auntie. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. Like if you're saying my auntie or would you say like Auntie Jennifer? I would say my Auntie Joanne or Auntie Joanne. Okay. Good. That's it's how I was raised. And you know what? There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. No. It is holistic therapy day, which I don't necessarily know what goes into holistic therapy. I don't think I do either. Are we thinking it's probably like psychotherapy? No, it, the pictures of someone getting a massage. Oh. It, oh, holistic therapy and holistic psychotherapy it refers to a school of thought and therapy that attempts to address the individual as a whole rather than someone who is sick, has psychological issues, or is separated into different components. Body-mind connection. And so, yeah, some of the techniques are acupuncture, yoga, and deep breathing. Okay. The place where I go for massages now has Reiki. Oh. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that? I know some people who are into it. In other times of my life, I've always been a bit skeptical, but I don't know. I personally think it probably just works as much as you think it's going to work. I, that's where I'm at, yeah. If, if it's for you, fill your boots. But I also, like, I don't think it does any harm, and, like, it could do positive. Yeah. Did I tell you one of my coworkers did Reiki on me, like, two weeks ago? Was it weird? It was It was weird. I did feel a little better after. So, basically, a couple of weeks ago, I had... For the first time in my life, an ocular migraine. Oh, my God. Kirsten, I get these. <laughs> so the way it presented for me was mm -hmm. that my vision was super blurry. And across mm -hmm. my line of vision, there was just lines. Shimmery spots. But the lines were made of zigzags that were yes. black and gold. Yes. Black it was horrible. I just blue and gray or whatever. Blue and I, oh, yeah. stop it! It's twenty twenty two, and so I just I went straight to bed and just like mm -hmm. slept through it. And when I woke up, it was over. Everything was fine. But as anyone who is a migraine sufferer, which I am, not like chronic all the time, but definitely get them sometimes. The day after a migraine, you kind of have like a hangover. It feels mm -hmm. like in your head. And so I was just walking around the office feeling fucking weird and I walked into this woman's office and I was like yeah I just like feel really weird today I had an ocular migraine last night it was horrible and she was like she got out of her chair and she goes sit down and so I uh. sat down she, I closed my eyes and she just was like running her hands over me and then at one point she ran a magnet over my head wow 
She had the magnet at work with her. Well, she has magnets like on her bulletin board. Like it wasn't like a special magnet. She said yeah. any magnet will do and that if I'm ever feeling weird at home, I can use the magnet at home and go from the top of the tip of my hairline to the back of my head and draw mm. it over and it will help like suck things out. But she like sat with her hands, her hand over my eyes for like a long time and was like, you're in front of screens a lot, right? Do you have the blue lenses for your glasses? And I was like, yes and yes. And she's like, when was the last time you took your shoes off and put your feet in the grass? Literally, she told me to touch grass. Mm-hmm. And then she took me and then she took me on a walk down to the Empress Hotel grounds and was like, take off your shoes and stand in the grass. And it did make my head feel a little bit better, actually. But yeah. it didn't last. Yeah. Right back to that screen. Right back to those screens. Yeah. Yeah, I too get ocular migraines. I don't get normal migraines that hurt, but I get the ocular ones. And they're so unsettling and really mess you up because your vision is compromised. And I find when I get one, I usually just go lie down and close my eyes. I have an eye mask that I sometimes sleep in. And I find that helps make it go away a little faster if you can kind of block out all the light. But yeah, they're not good. And also I discovered, say for people, I was no longer allowed to take birth control pills. So contraindication if you get ocular migraines. Yeah, I'm just not going to tell my doctor that it happened (laughs) unless it happens again. Yeah. If you get other migraines, that's also a contraindication. But I don't want to get pregnant, and I the one I'm on gets rid of my acne. Yeah. What am I supposed to do, Lindsay? Just be ugly and pregnant? Remember when I was frantically texting you about this problem? <laughs> we talk about we do talk about birth control a lot between the two of us. You're obviously right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways, it's also National All or Nothing Day, so I think okay. that means that you just decide if you like if you've been. Thinking about doing something, today is the day you decide, are you going to do it or not? And if you do it, put your whole being into it. And if you decide not to do it, don't think about it again. Your decision is nothing and you have to stick to it. Wow. All right. No half measures day. It's National Bagel Fest Day. Okay. Do you like a bagel? We've talked about this. I love bagels. Oh, my God. I have been having a scrambled egg on a bagel pretty much every day recently. Love it. Delicious. Mm. And you know what? Yeah. I put on that egg sandwich? Ketchup. And I don't Whoa. care what the ketchup ha- the ketchup haters say. Because it's all or nothing day, bitch. <laughs> so it's all or nothing day, and I've decided ketchup on my eggs. That's I don't right. Care. It's National Coffee Milkshake Day. Okay. That's very specific. That sounds delicious. That sounds like the like moulattes at Dairy Queen. Whoa, I forgot about the moulatte. How could you forget about a moulatte? <laughs> I don't know. It is one voice day we are two voices it unites all countries of the world with the reading of the universal peace covenant individuals and groups around the world unite spiritually declaring their commitment to global peace while reading the covenant which is a 577 word peace pledge oh, i thought you were gonna say 577 page <laughs> should we say it right now yeah it depends what's in it <laughs> okay here's what it is it looks it seems like way more than 577 words Oh, yeah, this is long. This is not 577 words, and I'm going to check right now. I'm going to confirm that. It's 613 words. Oh, man. Mm. Your text might contain writing issues. It's probably going to say I'm plagiarizing. Significant plagiarism found. (laughs) Well, I copied and pasted someone else's thing just to get the word count, so that does make sense why it would have significant plagiarism, because it was plagiarized. Anyways, we're not reading it. It's too long. The last holiday of the day is that it is World Tofu Day. 
All right. Yum. A good amount of tofu. I actually eat a surprising lack of tofu considering I'm a vegetarian. I feel like you probably don't love the texture. You can work with it to make it be okay. Like you just have to make sure you really press it. Mm -hmm. I make very good tofu if I do say so myself. I feel like I could convince you. I believe you. My main issue with tofu, like tofu specifically, like I eat other soy products, so it's not like I'm like mm-hmm. all high and mighty or anything. But I I went to a camp once when I was a kid. It was part of a field trip in grade nine that we stayed at this campsite for a couple of days. And it was, you know, very much camping. Like you have to eat everything on your plate. And if anything gets thrown away, it's going to lure a bear and the bear is going to kill us. And you have to eat everything you take. It doesn't matter. Oh, God. <laughs> I was the only vegetarian, and so what they made for me, so everyone had rice and some vegetables, and then they just had these big, thick strips of tofu that they fried with onions, but they hadn't been pressed, they weren't seasoned, Mm -hmm. so it was just like these big rubbery sticks that had the texture of unpressed tofu and the flavor Mm -hmm. of onions, and I was like trying to force myself to eat it because they told us we have to eat everything on our plate or we're going to hell. Um, and thankfully, my friend's mom took pity on me and was like, I'm getting rid of this. Like, you don't you don't have to do this anymore. <laughs> You're going to hell after being eaten by a bear. I don't think a bear wants tofu. It's fine. Yeah. That's my tofu story. And that's the holidays for today. Well, how's it how's it going, Lindsay? How's your life? It's good. As people are listening to this, I will be with the fam. <laughs> Amazing. The thing I noticed most about our first episode is like how profoundly mentally ill I was at the time. <laughs> I'm still not doing my best ever right now, but I was like, oh, wow, that was a cry for help. Which part specifically? All of it. Everything I said about like my anxiety and depression, I was like, oh, my God, she's not good. She's not good. I jotted down some notes of troubling things you said. Oh, okay. Please tell me. One was you saying that in watching the theme song, you were worrying that you were a passive participant in life. Yeah. Sounds about right. <laughs> Are you going to bring these notes right to your therapist or should I send them to mine? Yeah, maybe we can share the notes. There was a point where I said I supported you in that egg conversation and you said you were the first person to support me in this, which I took to be specific to that, but it did seem a bit no, it like... No, spe- it was specific to the eggs. No one else okay. thought I could eat 30 eggs. And honestly, with about a year and a half of time... I, I think it would be really hard to eat 30 boiled eggs, but I do think I could do it if it was 150 US dollars per egg. Although I will say partway through, you were like, you are an inspiration, Lindsay. You found love again. And since that time, Kirsten found love. I know. Isn't that adorable? Yeah. I was so hopeless. I was really in a bad spot in January 2021. Yeah, I feel like no one was really doing great. I feel like I heard some troubling stuff from us at the time, but things seem so much better now. I will say for anyone who's on the fence about becoming a patron, I was editing our latest AMA and you talking about your boyfriend was really, really cute. Stop it. (laughs) Get out of here. It can be yours for only $20. One of the other things I flagged was that you had said, I feel like this podcast is going to be therapy. And I think that was the most prescient thing you could have said. It was. And it was for both of us. I feel like, I mean, the the world is different than January 2021. I wouldn't argue better, but yeah. I think our mental health is better, or at least mine is. You weren't out here like shitposting your <laughs> anxiety, like cry for help as a podcast. <laughs> I think I started therapy like two weeks after that episode came out. 
beautiful absolutely iconic Mm -hmm. yeah no and then I think we've said that since then and I was just so shocked to hear that it was in episode one we were like I think this is gonna be like therapy and then along the way we've been like is this like a therapy session and it has been and it is yeah and especially a lot for a long time we were recording like right after your zoom therapy so I feel like you were able to like really like immediately put your therapy to work (laughs) every week Yeah, I would do therapy in the afternoon. I think I was doing sessions on Tuesday at the time. And it was like Tuesday afternoon, I was doing therapy. And then Tuesday evening, we would record. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing. I think I could probably watch the theme song to BoJack without having an anxiety attack about if I'm a passive participant in my life. (laughs) That was a heavy, heavy statement. But I think it was also very profound. I mean, I think an argument could be made that we're all passive participants in our lives. Yeah, I think you're right. It was so funny because you were just like, I don't know, Bojack's just like a passive participant. Am I a passive participant? I was like, what a profound thing to say in our first episode. She she wasn't good. Mm-hmm. She was not good. Look at me. I found <laughs> love again. You did. I think our mutual admiration society was apparent and right from the beginning also yeah well and that's the thing too like we didn't know each other super well but we both had a really high opinion of each other regardless mm-hmm. right so i think that shone through for sure mm-hmm. yeah there was a point where i was like oh sorry i threw you off and you were like stop it that was on me and i was like oh my god we love each other so much already we just did we listen we're soulmates we are meant to be yeah i don't i don't know what anyone else could say about it about it other than that I really, I really felt like it was obvious that we were me more, but you a little bit too. We're like performing because mm-hmm. we like we like put on our podcast voices, totally. and like <laughs> recording. And I don't. I mean, we probably do still have a little bit of like a quote podcast voice, but I think we're both a lot more self assured in our podcasting than we were, and so we don't feel the need to put on the airs like that anymore. Yeah, no doubt. I think both in the sense that we are more comfortable just generally with our, almost like with our banter with one another because mm-hmm. we know each other better. And then also just in terms of we, I think we found our footing and knew the tone we were going to take where at the beginning, I think it was a little bit like, how are we going to approach this? Like we approached the Diane thing very cautiously at the end where by the end, we're fully just like, here are all the things that are problematic. Like we did not shy away from talking about the problematic aspects of the show yeah you're right in the first episode you're like should we talk about diane and i was like Mm -hmm. i don't know how to have this conversation and Mm -hmm. then now i feel like we can much more obviously Mm -hmm. i think that's both us being kind of more confident just in the material that we're creating where i think we feel like we can talk about the stuff that's important to us and i think also probably just some personal growth ourselves where it's like we were willing to stand up for these things The thing is, is I feel like both of us are people that already felt that way. And I think Mm. it was just a lack of, like, practice and having our own platform on which to do it. That it just was, like, a new level of comfortability. Because I know both of us were, like, very firm in our belief that that was Mm -hmm. a mistake and it was wrong. But I think now we can have the discussion that, like, obviously casting Alice and Brie to be a Vietnamese American is not a good decision. However... Mm -hmm. Her, like, posting an apology about that when that's not what anyone's fucking talking about is also (laughs) not helping. Right. And I think just even listening back where you, I think, made the comment that if we don't talk about it, we're being complicit and being part of the problem. And I think that 
not to be too self-congratulatory, but I think that informed a lot of how we wanted to talk about things going forward after that. And I think that's what we ended up trying our best to do. We, yeah, we're not perfect. We always, we're perfect when we did it, but I think we tried our best to maintain that of calling out things when we saw them rather than just letting them go by. Yes, exactly. We try, we try yeah. our best. We're not perfect yeah. and we will yeah. never be. I liked how even in the beginning of that, you were like, I'm already pretty busy with a lot of podcasts and that has only gotten worse. <laughs> My time management is at an all-time low. For the people who are listening who have not had to podcast with me anytime recently, Lindsay is so patient with me. And, like, there's literally (laughs) been times where I, like, forgot we were recording or, like, wrote down the wrong time or, like, yesterday I texted Lindsay – or, no, two days ago I texted Lindsay and I was like, what – when are we recording? Like – Am I confused? And Lindsay was like, you never replied to me. (laughs) So I just assumed it it wasn't working. And I was like, shit. (laughs) And then we made it happen. We never missed a week in spite of all of these things. I cannot believe we never missed a week. And that's just because both, like, you basically bent over backwards to make it work. I haven't had class for, like, months and months, so it helps. Yes. I mean, and I do care about your time and respect your time. I really do. This was fun. Did you like going back, covering this again? I did. I also, oh wait, I also really liked how I was like, "Mm, I would never listen to a podcast I'm on. And now I like religiously listen to our own podcast. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Embarrassing. In my notes, it says Kirsten already had too much going on. (laughs) I did. I always have. Listen, I have always had too much going on and... I can't help it. Anyway, should we let them listen for themselves? Yeah, now that we've like spoiled most of the good parts, but yeah, we spoiled yeah, yeah, check the po- it out. Good parts are that's debatable. <laughs> the best parts. If you are new and this is your first time listening to our first episode, let us know. Tweet us at Bojack Horsepod, email us bojackhorsepod at gmail.com. Do whatever you know the ways of getting a hold. And if you love it, then maybe you can go back to the beginning and listen to all of our episodes if you haven't. Yeah, listen to the first episode again. <laughs> yeah, let us know what you think. And we will be recording our Bojack like final thoughts very soon so this weekend when people are listening right yeah the last weekend of july is the plan and if you are listening right now and you want to send us feedback on how we covered the whole show again email us bojackhorsepod at gmail.com or tweet us bojackhorsepod it's also the last week of the month so next monday you could consider becoming a patron of bojackhorsepod at patreon.com slash bojackhorsepod if you want to listen to more from us Lindsay is on the podcast of tomorrow which is a futurama podcast mm-hmm. and she also is covering what we do in the shadows on poster recaps <laughs> with grace leaders so check that out as well is there anything else i'm missing that's it there's still The Simpsons in it now. Go to the back catalog. Download 10 That's episodes. Right. <laughs> yeah. And then you can follow me everywhere at Kirsten Said What, including twitch.tv slash Kirsten Said What. You can hear me talking about pop culture, celebrity gossip, and trending topics every week on Mess Magnets. You can hear me talking about Big Brother over on Rob Has a Podcast. And you can hear me talking about Love Island USA Season 4 over on the Hot Dummies on Islands podcast feed and possibly still Riverdale but I think I might have to quit the rest of the season because I'm too busy and that is healthy boundaries baby Mm, look at you 
Anyways, please enjoy this presentation of our first ever podcast. And we will see you next week. Bye. Hello, everyone, and welcome to BoJack Horse Pod, the BoJack Horseman story. My name is Kirsten McInnes, and I am joined by Lindsay Wilson for our inaugural podcast. <laughs> Lindsay, how are you doing? I'm doing so well. I'm so happy that we're doing this only one week after originally recording the intro to this podcast. Yeah, 100%. I do think that in the interest of honesty, we should tell... The, the listeners that I'm sure we already have thousands of, <laughs> that we recorded uh, a podcast about the first episode of BoJack Horseman on February 27th, 2020. <laughs> and then I never again spoke because 2020 was a hellscape. It turns out end of February 2020 was not the right time to take on a new project. <laughs> yeah, we were like, let's start something new. I'm so excited. I have time. I have time. And then the world stopped. I'm feeling really mentally healthy. I think we should cover a new podcast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We were like, oh, everything is fine. Let's just do this. And then everything was not fine. Everything is still not fine. But I think we at least like know how to sit in that now. Yes, I think we are in a much better place in terms of actually being able to like watch a show about mental illness at this time than we were maybe a year ago. See, okay, here's the thing. I don't know about that. Because <laughs> I, when I was rewatching the pilot of, of BoJack Horseman today, which I've done like a few times, I've watched the show <laughs> multiple times. But today, when they're talking about anxiety, I was like, mm -hmm. oh, my God. <laughs> It really has a whole new, like, it hits you in a different way than it used to. I feel like this podcast is going to be therapy for <laughs> ourselves and everyone else watching, because who can afford actual therapy, right? So Accurate. And also, in the interest of transparency, we just, like, ranted for the last, like, 30 minutes before starting. <laughs> so I think that's a good indicator of what this is going to be. Yeah, literally, I had a breakdown for <laughs> no reason, like, about... Nothing in particular. And Lindsay's like, we're on the same page. And there's something so reassuring about that. <laughs> yes, it's so good to be like, to hear someone else be like, I think I overreacted. And it's like, oh, yeah, no, I was feeling the same way. So I think we're reacting appropriately, or at least for ourselves, it is appropriate. Yes. And famously, actually, I don't think anyone knows this, but you and I have just so many random things in common. Mm -hmm. I think of it as famously, but I guess it probably isn't for everyone. <laughs> to me, it's famous. Because <laughs> uh, I would like say something to you about some like niche traumatic experience from the last 10 years. And you're like, oh, me too. <laughs> Big same. <laughs> just wild. And you're really honestly an inspiration because after it all, you're like, wow, you, you can find love again. <laughs> Yes, and I only bring up the trauma like once a week or, you know, maybe a little more than that. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing wrong with bringing up your trauma as much as you need to. Uh, but I guess we probably uh, should talk about why we are doing a BoJack Horseman Rewatch podcast and maybe talk about BoJack. Yeah, apart from the, the fact that we are also traumatized just like BoJack. <laughs> yes, much like BoJack, <laughs> we have a lot to unpack and I think we will be doing so over the next however many episodes. Um, and I say however many because I, I don't remember how many episodes of BoJack there are, not because there's going to be any issue <laughs> until we get sick of this and quit again for the next pandemic <laughs> yeah at the 
<laughs> no, there is only one excuse for missing a week of recording this podcast, and it's if you last minute are told that you can get the COVID vaccine, <laughs> and then you're allowed to leave mid-recording if need be. And that was predetermined during the <laughs> pre-recording session. It was like, that is a perfectly legitimate reason to have to give up on the podcast for a week. It's the, it's the only one, to be honest. Uh, so... <laughs> Lindsay, tell me about your history with the show BoJack Horseman. Yes. Okay. So I think I was introduced to it when maybe it was around, I think three seasons were out or something like that. And one of the people I used to work with, actually, he suggested that I would enjoy this show. And I was like, I mean, it's fine, I guess. And the first episode really didn't strike me as being that awesome. And then I started again right before season four started and I suddenly got hooked. I'm not sure what happened. And then I, it's funny because I definitely, I know I said this in the last time we recorded this, but season four is my favorite season, I think. And that's what just completely convinced me that this is an incredible show and then five and six were also amazing uh, I was just completely all in after that and I'm so excited to rewatch it when we first talked about doing this podcast it was right after the final season aired and I think now it's actually probably been good to give it a little bit of breathing room so I'm really excited to dig back into it yeah I feel like talking about it right as it ends almost puts you in a spot where you feel like you're going to have to be either not nearly critical enough or like way over critical to compensate. And now I I think we'll have a much more holistic view of the show. I started watching and I honestly, I couldn't tell you what we said in the last podcast. So I, maybe (laughs) I think something different now than I thought then you can, you can tell me, I guess. Uh, We'll never know that episode's never going to air. (laughs) If it's the lost episode. <laughs> I think I started I started watching either between season one and two or between two and three and I really at this moment could not tell you which I don't know why I started watching it or who recommended it to me I just kind of started watching it and I remember watching the first season I think with my sister and really enjoying it falling off for a while but then coming back to it anyways and it's just The older I get, too, like, the more I appreciate it. Like, I've Mm -hmm. done a full series rewatch once before, so this is going to be my third time seeing pretty much every episode except the last season. And it it always brings something different every time you watch it. It's such a good show. Mm -hmm. So I think it's going to be really exciting. Now, I know you have historically talked about, you know, good shows in in the past. (laughs) Like, you've previously had an office podcast you have your simpsons podcast right now so you're used to talking about things that are good i podcast about riverdale and big brother so this is the (laughs) the first time i'll be talking about something good so that's a good dynamic too well in fairness so the simpsons podcast half of it is talking about new episodes so half of it is talking about trash television so i think this will be fun I think The Simpsons was good for long enough, though, that it just counts as like a good show. <laughs> it's basically like we spent the first half with me being like, let me quote you every line. And the second half of me being like, this is terrible. I hate everything. I can't even think of the last time I watched an episode of The Simpsons. Yeah, you're not missing anything. Yeah, I'm I don't have time for it. I'm I'm sorry to. There's to better anybody. television out there. <laughs> I don't even have time for good TV, let alone bad TV. <laughs> yes, life's too short for bad TV. And yet. <laughs> and yet <laughs> and yet I feel like I watch so much bad tv but I, I I think that's part of my charm so it's fine and then we podcast about it it's all great <laughs> yeah but now we're podcasting about good tv excellent tv you could say the, in, ex, some might say excellent so we have episode one of Bojack 
Horseman is Bojack Horseman, colon, the Bojack Horseman story, chapter one. (laughs) And I had fully forgotten that that's where we got the name for this podcast. (laughs) It was from the episode title of the first episode. And when he said it, I was like, oh, are they all like this? Or I was like, are they all chapters? I don't remember. And then, of course, they're not. (laughs) But that would have been, can you imagine if every episode of the show is Bojack Horseman, the Bojack Horseman story, chapter two, chapter three. go on forever i mean that maybe could be our gimmick <laughs> i mean that's what we are so this is chapter one of bojack horse pod <laughs> and it starts with like the i guess cold open of the show is a uh, bojack on charlie rose so we get the background that bojack was the star of a sitcom called horsing around about an adult horse who adopts three human children that was beloved by america had nine seasons and now has been off the air for quite some time and bojack is a train wreck in this interview i I would say i think that's very fair to say like he basically opens by being like oh sorry i'm late i got here and then i parked in a handicapped spot i hope that's cool (laughs) it's like okay this is the kind of character we're working with yeah and then immediately it's like oh maybe you should move your car and he's like no i'm pretty drunk right now (laughs) Yeah, and then we get this, like, very iconic line where he says, you know, like, the reason that the show is so popular is because for a lot of people, life is like one long, hard kick in the urethra. (laughs) Sometimes you just want a show that ties everything up nicely at the end of 30 minutes. Yeah, at the end of 30 minutes, everything is going to turn out okay. And that's true. I feel like uh, more than ever right now, that's what people want. 100%. Uh, This was so relatable to me when he said that. I was like, yes, that is exactly what I want. I was like, yeah, should I watch Legally Blonde again? Like, yes, that it doesn't matter if there's a pandemic or not. Yes, you should. That's literally, uh, I watch Legally Blonde at least once a month, which is my favorite movie. And my sister, I was supposed to go to her house like a little while ago. And she, like, I live alone. She lives with just her husband. So I'm allowed to be in her pod. Don't worry. And she was like, are you coming? And I was like, oh, just let me finish this movie. Because I was watching, not Legally Blonde, I was watching something else. And she goes, it's fine. You can just say Legally Blonde. And I was like, no, but I'm actually not. I was having a particularly rough COVID day last month, and so I ate cake in the bath while watching Legally Blonde. That sounds like a perfect day. Oh, my God. It was a dream. It was incredible. I I need cake so that I can do this. Oh, my God. (laughs) So in this interview, we find out that Horsin' Around has been off the air for 18 years, and Charlie Rose is like, what have you been doing for the, the 18 years? And Bojack is like, well... <laughs> nothing <laughs> nothing and then it's like a cut straight into the actual intro of the show and i have never noticed how much the intro of bojack horseman gives me anxiety does it give you anxiety too <laughs> i mean now that you say that that's a good call like everything about it isn't deeply unsettling it's like literally he doesn't really move like the background mm-hmm. just moves around him and it's like oh my god is he just like a passive participant in life am i a passive part like i literally was spiraling just in the intro today <laughs> maybe we're not ready for this no Should we i come think, back in another year no i think we're more <laughs> ready than ever i think that this is going to be a healing process for us agreed and i think that if anyone is going to talk about bojack horseman at least it's not like two white dudes two white ladies so (laughs) it's not like it's like not the best but like at least we're not that it's like oh rub some dirt in it (laughs) 
don't know if you remember this, that when we initially recorded, I had put everything into like a transcription software and it thought that this was called the BoJack Whores Pod. And I found that very, very funny. Yeah, we're the BoJack Whores, obviously. <laughs> yeah. So so that's like an alternative title. I don't know. Just something maybe for the merch. Just two BoJack Whores. <laughs> See if that holds up over time. Oh my god! I'm gonna once this drops, I'm gonna put that in my Twitter bio, Bojack Horror, <laughs> and just like see who notices. I thought there was like a fifty-fifty chance of you saying something like you were gonna lean into it, and optionally maybe you were gonna say like you need to cut all of that out. No. <laughs> good. Good. I don't like that. This is the thing. I'm used to recording a live podcast where when I put my foot in my mouth, everybody knows immediately. So I like, I don't really, you don't have to cut anything I say. I mean, <laughs> you can cut anything that you deem necessary uh, for the the quality of the podcast. But if you're ever like, oh, maybe Kirsten doesn't want people to know she said that. Mm. She doesn't care. <laughs> I, I put my foot in my mouth all of the time. So it's, it's fine. Yeah, no, this is a healing journey that we're all taking together. We're going to say whatever we want. It's fine. Yeah, and at the end of it, we'll be better people. Or something like that. <laughs> well, we have time. Yeah, That's we have fine. time. So basically, at the start of the episode, we actually get to see Bojack's house. We get to meet his house guest slash roommate, Todd. Mm-hmm. And they have a very funny interaction where Bojack is just like making his morning smoothie, which is pills and vodka. And Todd is like trying to actually have a roommate relationship with him. <laughs> yeah, I love that he said that his parents didn't agree with his lifestyle. That's why he couldn't live at home. He's like, yeah, I thought you were like a troubled gay teen. <laughs> Turns out he isn't. He's just Todd and he's lazy and he just like lives <laughs> on the couch all the time. What did you think of Todd in your first viewing of Bojack? So I feel like in my first viewing, I was like, what is happening? I like. I feel like I spent so much of my first time watching BoJack in shock of what was on my TV. Like, I didn't. I don't think I got it. I don't think I was in a place to understand it. Uh, and I was just kind of like, okay, well, I guess Todd's this weirdo who's like in like illegal activity, but okay. Yeah. Whereas now it's like I feel like Todd is the perfect foil to Mm -hmm. Bojack on a daily basis because like they're both super traumatized they both have hard lives but Todd is like the eternal optimist whereas Bojack's like give me my pills and vodka let me ignore (laughs) the world yeah no I was definitely like not convinced that I was gonna like Todd I thought he was gonna be really stupid and not really bring a lot and I thought he was gonna be that character that I found annoying but I ended up loving him so much yeah Todd is very funny Mm -hmm. Uh, especially on the rewatch when you like know what's coming who who, after you watch the first episode like who was your favorite character when you first watched Bojack the first time um I feel like so probably after just the first episode I feel like I was pretty into Princess Caroline but uh Diane will come to be my favorite I love Princess Caroline so much (laughs) me too she's great I I knew before you said anything that you were gonna say Princess Caroline <laughs> because that's my answer. So, <laughs> well, and I think even more like this is the first time that I have rewatched since really discovering Amy Sedaris and how much I love her. So I discovered David Sedaris first, and I really love him. And I was like, all of a sudden, I had this moment of realization where that the sister named Amy that he talks about is Amy Sedaris, and I feel like that has given me a whole new appreciation for her. I 
just I can't relate to ever knowing who anybody is. But I'm happy for you. <laughs> she's glorious. She was just on. She just did an episode of Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend, and she was so funny on that. And she's just she's wonderful. So I think that like gives me a whole new appreciation for her, even though I've always loved her. Stop trying to make me listen to Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend. <laughs> Let me just plug this other podcast. <laughs> uh, it's fine. You can plug any podcast you want. Th- this is our podcast, so we can actually plug any podcast. <laughs> Yes. So one line in the Todd Bojack like situation there that I thought was really funny is when Bojack says to Todd, "I've had tapeworms that were less parasitic." <laughs> and then like the very end, Todd's like, "Wait, did you say you had tapeworms?" <laughs> yeah, like the little callback there because Todd's like, "Oh, sorry, I ate all the toaster strudels," but. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's also important to note, too, like, Todd says right up front, he's like, even though you don't want anyone to know it, you secretly have a good heart. And I think that's going to be kind of, like, running all the way through the show, whether or not that's actually true. Yeah, we, we're going to keep an eye out. Is Bojack a good person? In every episode, I think we should be like, was he good or was he bad? <laughs> I think most of the time he was bad. <laughs> yeah, I think so, too. But mm, I said it now, so I can't unsay it. Yeah, yeah, I guess we'll track could... the moments where he is not terrible. Well, because those are like notable, but mm-hmm. so we find out that, and of course, it adds up with this, the title of the episode that is chapter one that Bojack is supposed to be writing a memoir through Penguin Publishing. And they do the very creative thing of having actual penguins running Mm -hmm. the company. Because I guess, you know, I don't think anyone's listening to this who hasn't seen, but obviously Bojack happens in a world where humans and animals, I guess, humans and anthropomorphic animals (laughs) uh, all like live together and they uh, interact in ways that you wouldn't expect. So yeah, it's Penguin. And they have to meet in a, a cafe because the, the power got shut off because they have no money. <laughs> yeah, it's like, when's the last time you saw a book? <laughs> it's like a real bummer, but also very funny. Yeah, and then Bojack is like, well, I thought I saw someone reading one in a park, but it was a takeout menu. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so good. And I also love here, so uh, the penguin, we're actually going to see the penguin quite a few times over the course of the show, but he says to him, like, oh, how's it going or whatever? And Bojack's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah I've been working on it. And it cuts to him being like, chapter one chapter one yeah and <laughs> like, oh, this is too relatable <laughs> it shows the the sun move across the entire sky over the day and he gets nothing <laughs> else but the penguin publishing wants this book they've already given bojack in advance their power has been shut out like they need this book to kind of bring back the company mm-hmm. yeah and they basically say like why don't you work with a ghostwriter and bojack's like no no i don't need to do that yeah he's like no 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 give me a week and i will write some pages that will knock you back to the south pole uh to which the penguin says i'm from cincinnati i love that it's so good can you imagine a penguin from cincinnati i just can't <laughs> probably one of like a cincinnati zoo or something where did leslie take them in parks and rec the penguins did they go to cincinnati who knows as if I know anything about anything, I like I am both stupid and dumb when it comes to like remembering TV so shows. True. Like in general, I would say that I'm not stupid, but I am dumb. But when it comes to remembering things from TV shows, I'm both stupid and dumb, and it's fine. Oh my god, so harsh. <laughs> Hopefully, by the time we are done here, we will have convinced you otherwise. By the end of it, the headline will be "Dumb Girl Eats Bread Gets Fat." The end. <laughs> Which newspapers are we reading? Oh my god. <laughs> uh, yeah, and so that's kind of 
we get to see like another week passes basically and Bojack writes nothing so he is informed that he will be set up with a ghostwriter and he cannot pronounce the name Nguyen which I feel like is not a funny (laughs) joke yeah yeah no and I think so I think maybe it was when the B Nguyen was on Survivor, maybe there was like a conversation about that last name and it's like the most common last name in Vietnam. Yeah, it's like it's not an unusual name. It's it's not cute to be like, oh, that name is crazy. Like, it's just not <laughs> funny to joke about. But of course, they they get that that cheap joke in. There's also like the uh, through line of the episode is also about Bojack's relationship with Princess Caroline with mm-hmm. Caroline. Caroline. What? Princess Caroline? I Lynn, just, I think. I just had a stroke. <laughs> I don't. Uh, I think I said Caroline the first time. Eh. Maybe I like threw you off. No, don't stop it. This is, it's on me. But yeah, so there's <laughs> the through line of Bojack and Princess Caroline's relationship. or Well, the end of relationship. So we're we're told that they used to date they break up in this episode and the the main reason that the breakup is happening is because bojack does not respect her enough to have children with her yeah and this is one of the funniest moments in the episode in my opinion is like he's like oh i never explicitly said that and then it cuts back like it's a flashback of her just pointing out a baby bojack freaks out knocks over the stroller the baby just like doesn't react runs away causes a car accident steals a car it's like don't sorry officer it's just a misunderstanding i'm just trying to escape from my girlfriend who i don't respect enough to have a baby with and i like too that bojack's like i never said that and princess carolyn's like well your actions speak for themselves because (laughs) technically Bojack didn't say it straight to her face. (laughs) He just said it to a cop, which I feel like is much worse. Yeah. The actions are quite damning. Yes. In addition to the words. Cause he goes, she just goes, Oh, isn't that the cutest baby? And Bojack loses his mind. They leave the restaurant uh, without even ordering, which is where we find out that the bread is $10. If you don't order a (laughs) meal and he is furious because he's going to feel fat as well. (laughs) <laughs> but also like ten dollars for nine baskets of bread is like kind of a steal that's a deal <laughs> i would pay nine like i'd pay ten dollars to have as much bread as i want yeah i'm into that i don't think i could <laughs> eat nine baskets of bread <laughs> i would certainly try if given the opportunity okay so this actually reminds me of something that is completely unrelated but Please. i, w- I want to get your take on the podcast so A friend recently asked me if I was getting paid $150 per egg for as many eggs as I could eat. Like, how many eggs could I eat? How many eggs do you think you could eat if you were getting paid $150 US dollars per egg? Oh, my God. Oh, geez. As many as possible. So I feel like I could pretty easily eat, like, six without thinking about it. And then maybe I could get to, like, ten if I tried hard. So, like, how are you preparing the eggs? True. This is important. So my thing, and this is everyone thinks that this is the craziest thing i said if you hard boil them i think i could eat 30 eggs if i'm getting paid 150 dollars an egg i wouldn't want (laughs) to eat 30 eggs and i'm sure i would feel gross afterwards but if they're hard boiled it's like taking a pill like you just eat it so fast it's (laughs) as compact as possible yeah, no, I support this so completely. Like, I definitely have eaten an inappropriate number of, like, deviled eggs at functions before. So I feel like I could, yeah. Yeah. Like it's a hard boiled. That's the way to go. Yeah, you're right. You hard boil it. I think I could eat 30. I would get $5,000 American. 
that's yeah totally worth but it people were like i could eat 10 and i was like why are you wasting your what are you doing they were like oh i could make scrambled eggs and i was like that's way too much volume what are you yeah, doing it's like yeah. when you eat like a rice cake because it's mostly air and you just want to <laughs> fill up your stomach a little bit yeah that's what you're doing with the scrambled eggs uh, scrambled crazy. eggs you're just way too much wasting space with air yeah Okay. Yeah, you don't want that. You're the first person <laughs> to support me in my 38. <laughs> I support you. It's totally worth it. Like, you're making good money on this. Yeah, $5,000. Yeah, it's totally think worth it. I'd be sick for a few days after, probably. Like, <laughs> I don't think my body would react well to that. I, I don't think I've ever had that much, like, protein in my life. Yeah, and you would never want to eat eggs again. <laughs> yeah. Like, five grand? U.S.? Yeah, uh, yeah, true. It's like $10,000. <laughs> Close. It's like, probably like 8000 right? Probably, yeah. What's 5,000 USD to Canada right now? Let's look. Yeah, this uh, feels... It's only <laughs> like $6,400. What? That's insane. Looks like the dollar is fluctuating wildly. Whoa, yes. In the 6, last, in the last Now's month. Now's the moment. Jeez. <laughs> Gotta go buy some US currency. <laughs> I mean, it would have been better to buy it on the 6th. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> What's her, nobody cares oh my god i'm sorry <laughs> okay so there's also back to the princess carolyn and bojack breakup this is also where we're introduced to mr peanut butter who is a mm-hmm. uh, key key character that we're gonna keep our eye on moving forward and i just love when he's like oh is this awkward is it awkward if i sit down is it awkward if i stay like and Bojack's like, we're literally breaking up right now. Yes, it's awkward. And Princess Carolyn's like, How- how's it going, Mr. Peanut Butter? <laughs> yeah, she's like, why are you being nice? Like, this is why we're breaking up. Yeah. He's like, oh, so it's actually nothing to do with the baby stuff? Like, it's a lot of things. <laughs> I mean, can you imagine dating Bojack Horseman? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I feel like I kind of can relate. <laughs> Not anymore, but in my, like, speaking of all the traumas, yeah, no, I feel like I can kind of relate. Not that! <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> yeah, no, like, I, and I feel like that's why, like, watching this show, I'm like, oh my god, this is too real. But I'm also getting a new appreciation for it, because I feel like I'm, like, now that I have separated from my own BoJack, I'm like, my god, these people are so destructive. So, oh the show, god. I think, uh, teaches you lots of lessons about crappy people, so uh, stay tuned for more of his uh, deep, dark insights. My ex was bad, but I wouldn't compare him to <laughs> BoJack Horseman. <laughs> I feel like he would compare himself to BoJack Horseman, which is, like, you need to change your life. Oh my god, maybe. That maybe. I think he's more like a Todd, to be honest. <laughs> so yeah, the, and then it's the whole thing is it's like, take me home, take me home, take me home. The next morning, Bojack wakes up like covered in vomit and he never took Princess Carolyn home. Which is like, this is wild that she didn't like call an Uber or something. What year is this? Like 2014? Yeah, like, Uber she- definitely existed, right? I feel like, yes, certainly. Like, Todd right? couldn't are... drive her home? If nothing else, taxis exist in this timeline, so she, there is a way to get home. I mean, I think it's really funny, though, to just wake up and then she's like, you never took me home. Take me home right now. <laughs> yeah. And then he does and then literally pushes her out of the moving vehicle. And that, Kate, that I think is my like funniest moment of the episode because it just <laughs> is so off guard. They're mid-conversation and he just pushes her out of the car and then she like flips over and lands on her feet because she's a cat Mm -hmm. and that to me was like 
the funniest moment because I, I just you don't like I've seen this episode countless times, but I still am never ready for her getting pushed out of a moving vehicle and just being fine. Yes. And I think like it's the first time that we really see them incorporating the like animal components into it, I guess. Like it's not just going to be like, you know, animals walking around on their hind legs. Like occasionally they do have animal stuff going on. And I think that's like, oh, this show is weird and awesome. <laughs> it, is, it is very weird. I wonder like what drugs the creators of the show were on when they were like, yeah, it's going to be people and anthropomorphic animals it's a guy but he has the head of a horse but also like the body of a horse but like (laughs) he is a horse but he does have sex with human women yeah and has like hands oh they hate that (laughs) (laughs) that's like what's that gif from where it's like a horse and it like takes off its hoof and has little fingers and what's that from i've never seen that you... that's amazing okay i'm gonna have it's not it's obviously not from bojack at all i i will find that gift and i will send it to you so you can see it yes, please because it's like one of the creepiest it's like one of those cursed images i think i've seen in, in oh some time God. that's amazing but yeah so he takes her home and then todd is like let me host a party i'll make you feel better and bojack's like doesn't really want a party but is obviously <laughs> not gonna really put up a fuss yeah, he, like, says to Todd, like, you've never had a stressful day in your life or whatever. And then there's this, like, very strange flashback where Todd is, like, being beaten up by a cartel. And they're like, now I don't have a place to host my daughter's quinceanera. It's, like, it's a very strange storyline. <laughs> yeah, so Todd's main storyline this episode is that he, I guess, stole drugs from a cartel. But they're not going to kill him or anything. Like, he'll be fine as long as they he provides them with a venue for this, like, very dangerous man. <laughs> daughter's quinceanera yeah yeah it's very very strange uh we didn't really touch on but i just want to go back to it quickly um princess carolyn when she gets kicked out of the car she calls bojack like one second later and that's where we get the reveal that in fact she is also bojack's agent oh yes i can't believe i oh my god because (laughs) literally she's like i pride myself on how i separate my personal and professional lives and there's the great moment where Bojack's like, oh, well, how do I look then? And she's yeah. like, you're on the prime of your life. And then he's like, well, how do I look uh, as your ex? And she's like, you look like a pile of crap, ate another pile of crap, and shit out a third pile of crap. And he goes, well, which pile of crap am I? The third one. That's the worst one. <laughs> this is like 99% of why I wanted to come back to this. It's like, I don't want to let that line go by. I literally had that line written down and I just like was jumping around a little bit too much. That's I, all good. That's the worst one. <laughs> and the other awesome thing in this moment too is, uh, so she's the one who's going to like uh, set Bojack up with the ghostwriter. And then she's like, yeah, how's, uh, how's Tuesday for you? Are you going to be too busy masturbating to old pictures of yourself? And he's like, I was masturbating to what the pictures represent. And he's like, that's not what was happening that one time <laughs> but we also have seen in this throughout the whole episode Bojack is just watching clips from horsing around uh, obviously trying to relive his glory days there's a scene where he's <laughs> having sex with a woman and has to push her out of the way so that he could see what's happening on the show and he like <laughs> ejaculates to that instead of the sex that he's having he's like that's good writing <laughs> oh, no, he's like, that's good comedy a good comedy that's it right <laughs> And I, I noted that specifically because I was like, I don't care. I don't I don't think that's like a weird sexual orientation to be attracted to your own <laughs> comedy. 
<laughs> like, I can't imagine yes. listening back to myself on a podcast, let alone <laughs> masturbating to my own content. Like, no, no, who's doing that? Yeah, I really hope no one. I will I will confess to sometimes editing the podcast and being like, oh, man, that was gold for me. <laughs> but I try not to do it a lot because it's not a good look. <laughs> I want you to do that all the time. Whenever you have gold, pure gold, you let me know when you when you provided pure gold to remind me because I will forget. I'll note it in the moment, but afterwards, I'll, I'll want the reminder. <laughs> Friends of mine who I have known for a long time note that this is like one of my less delightful characteristics where like I sent a birthday video to one of my friends and he was like, I'll have to respond to you about this tomorrow because I know you're going to want to go through it frame by frame and dissect how funny you were. So we'll wait till tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you don't know me. <laughs> it's literally, meanwhile, you have notes on your own birthday video. Like, OK, listen, <laughs> at three and a half seconds, I made this gesture and it represents this moment in our friendship. OK, and it Actually. was hilarious. <laughs> It was beautiful. Oh, my God. Yeah. But actually, that's like one of my less uh, less endearing traits. <laughs> When's your birthday? March. Early March or late March? Ninth. Pisces? Yeah, I know, right? You've got big Virgo energy, though. <laughs> <laughs> that's... <laughs> That's the thing is like you can't go based off someone's sun sign anyways. I need to I need to see the full chart before I can make right. my analysis. But I please, oh my god, I'd love to hear it. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm not qualified to give full analysis, but I I can like make some stuff up if I get to see your full chart. <laughs> I mean, I would believe you. <laughs> um, I mean, I wouldn't like make stuff. I just like I don't know enough to fully analyze a full chart, but I could like talk about some placements. <laughs> okay, good, good um, enough for me. Okay, so back to this this cartel situation. So Todd brings up the party like a few times because he needs a place for this cartel. And finally, Bojack agrees to it. But he says, you can't have a cotton candy machine. Because I guess the last time Todd hosted a party, Bojack couldn't stop eating cotton candy and then puked on a guest. So gross. Like, yeah, that was really gross. Can you... No, I don't want to imagine it. Never mind. No. Never mind. And so... Bojack agrees to this party and the Ghost Rider kind of at the same moment. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, I just can't say no because I want everyone to like me. And Todd's like, you want people to like you? And Bojack's like, what? Why? Do people not like me? Yeah, Todd's just like, uh. For 10 minutes. <laughs> Yeah, like, and at this moment, we realize that, like, Princess Caroline is now back at the house again because they had sex again last night. And that's when she's like, okay, you need to accept Diane as your ghostwriter. And this leads to his major panic attack. Yes, because it's he's literally like, I'm a joke. And if this mm-hmm. book is bad, I'll be a joke forever. Like, there's so much pressure for this to be, like, he's putting so much pressure on himself for his book to be perfect, which, like, very obviously comes from his anxiety over the fact that his life isn't perfect and he wants people mm-hmm. to think it is. And he has a full, full-blown panic attack, thinks he's dying, which is, you know how it feels when you're having a full-blown panic attack Mm -hmm. and he uh, has the moment where he thinks he's dying and wants a different year put on his uh tombstone yeah right just tell them i was born in 1970 something yeah i think he said 1975 maybe yeah something like that like no one's gonna believe that he's like i'm a dying man he's like you're not dying (laughs) yeah i I love the next moment where 
so so we get like it cuts to basically uh, what do we want to call that like a heart monitor where he's like flatlining and you're like oh my god bojack's dead and then it's revealed that this was just like the series finale of horsing around that bojack is just watching and in that it's like oh yeah the horse died because you children didn't appreciate him enough and now you're the state's problem he's like wow we might have gone too dark with the series finale yeah and the thing that's perfect about it is that they do just a hard cut into this like very dark moment of the doctors mm-hmm. being like wow time of death you know it it doesn't really get any easier and then in the show like in the horse and around the medical center is saint elmer's medical center it was like the glue logo like it's so dark and then it's like well in the bojack universe is Elmer's glue still a thing or are all, are all horse hospitals called like St. Elmer's? True. Yeah. This is worth keeping right? track of. I don't like did, I don't think we saw the name of this hospital, but I think we should look for that. Yeah, if we get to see it again, like just keep an eye out for stuff like that, I guess. And yeah, so they go super dark with the finale and he is in the hospital room with Todd and Princess Carolyn and the doctor comes in, the doctor's a pig literally like he's literally a pig uh (laughs) and he's uh asking he's saying he had like a mild panic attack which brings up like my favorite moment when he goes oh that's mild i'd hate to see what spicy is like oh too smart for the room that was a salsa (laughs) joke people it's so funny because when i watched that i was like oh i remember kirsten loved this line <laughs> like that was the one thing i remembered from our last recording I, is that you love that line and when i was watching i was like i love that line i feel like it's so funny and then i was like i know we talked about favorite lines before i was like i hope that was my favorite line last time because it's my favorite <laughs> line this time i'm pretty sure it was <laughs> especially when he's like too smart for the yeah, room <laughs> too smart for the i feel like i need to integrate that into my life whenever i say something really stupid and people don't like it it's like what too smart for the room <laughs> every now and then i'll drop a like this guy gets it and people don't care for that one so maybe i could switch it to too smart for the room this guy gets it no i like that i, w- I want to take both of those into my life moving forward you're welcome to yeah. use it at your level. i'll let you know how it goes <laughs> yeah see if it's received better than among my friends maybe my friends are just jerks yeah maybe you just have bad friends that's that, what a hard <laughs> way to find that out yeah they don't think i'm funny enough if anyone ever tells you you're not funny enough you just cut them out of your life forever (laughs) the same friend who was analyzing the birthday video the other day he was like i feel like i couldn't even make a joke and tell you that you're not funny you just like wouldn't believe me it'd be like the material speaks for itself (laughs) (laughs) look at my report card that i made for myself (laughs) i got an a (laughs) plus Oh God, that's true. You got you must simply must have a major Virgo placement. <laughs> so at this moment is when he is like, okay, fine, I'll talk to the I'll talk to the ghostwriter, which like he's already kind of said he's gonna do it, but now it's like, okay, yes. To which Princess Carolyn's like, well, call Diane, and he's like, you want me to call someone on the phone, and has another <laughs> panic attack. Extremely relatable content here. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I hate. I hate calling people on the phone. Like Me too. <laughs> even if it's like, oh, I'm ordering a pizza. I'm like, let me look at this online ordering situation. <laughs> yeah, let's just see if we can do that without talking to anyone. Yeah, it's like, no. Nobody wants to talk to me. As we have been podcasting for, you know, 45 minutes about a 20-minute <laughs> episode of television. <laughs> Who wants to talk? It's fine. 
Yeah, we hate talking. We just simply hate it. But if you were like, Kirsten, call him a good doctor's appointment, I'd be like, "Um, do we have to? I don't want to. Can I just die instead? (laughs) Can I just die instead? (laughs) Oh, that's so true and so horrible. (laughs) I mean, like, I would do it, but I wouldn't be happy about it. Yeah, we would call if that was what was required for a COVID vaccine. <laughs> I would. Okay. If they were like, you have to call someone to get a COVID vaccine, I would be on the phone, like, constantly. Mm-hmm. I was talking to someone who was signing their mom up for a COVID vaccine because they're in, like, the first phase or whatever where they live. And he was like, this is so stressful. It's like waiting to buy tickets for the most popular concert of all time. I can't get them. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> and I well, he got he got it signed he got signed up. So well he got his mom good, signed up. Good. But I was like, oh no, this sounds horrible. <laughs> yeah, it's not gonna be good, but it'll all be worth it. How are we gonna talk about the COVID vaccine every episode until we get it? I wanna say definitely. Yes, I think but... it's the only thing I can talk about in general. <laughs> it's like the yeah, pretty much the only thing I talk about as well. And it's like, yeah, I really want that vaccine because I want to be able to go get blackout drunk at a bar again Um, (laughs) yeah i can talk about like the vaccine or like the latest restrictions in my jurisdiction that's pretty much all i got for content apart from television so uh, i think there's a good chance this will come up every week okay well i think that's good and it really you know sets this (laughs) podcast in a time and a place which is exactly what you want (laughs) yeah it would be so funny like the old episode and like the intro both like a week before everything shut down but I feel like it must be a little bit of a time capsule it honestly must be I really thought that we had recorded that like in March of 2020 me too I thought that we had started it like when things were actually locked down and so that's why I was like oh we'll record because who knows what things we said of like oh yeah we'll we'll be locked down for a couple months like (laughs) Yeah, like just no. I was like 100 percent sure that we started like sometime in the middle of March, and we're like, "Ah, oh, how's quarantine treating you? Like, this is a pretty crazy time, am I right?" Uh, but no, it was like slightly before, and that is wild to me. The idea that content from a pre-COVID time exists just makes me deeply uncomfortable. <laughs> it also seems like it, I feel like it makes so much more sense if we were like, "Uh, maybe we're not in the mood for this right now because the world is literally ending." Yeah, so. we were like, "Yeah, let's do this," and then the world ended, and we were like. <laughs> let's not do it and then we're like but let's do it but then uh we'll cancel for reasons x y and z because we made many dates to record more episodes Mm -hmm. we just every single time mostly i flaked and then like one time you had a legitimate reason (laughs) but it's happening now. i mean i wasn't like like it wasn't like oh i just don't feel like it it was like stuff came up but like i just felt like you had a very big year i think it's important to keep that in mind It it was a big one I didn't I didn't care for it to be honest but <laughs> yeah it wasn't necessarily good big but it was big it was big and I think honestly we're in for another big one but I think we are all at a place where we can be consistent even when the world is bad which is probably not a good thing but mm, it's where we are <laughs> we need consistency and structure these days so I also okay I love they're in the hospital room and the doctor tells Bojack to take it easy and Princess Carolyn is like <laughs> what that is all Bojack does and the doctor says well can you take it even easier and Bojack's like I'll try I'll try doctor yeah (laughs) I'll try do my very best I want a doctor to tell me to take it easy 
That would be wonderful, although I'm not really sure. Like, I feel like I'm already taking it pretty easy as well. Well, so I feel like I'm already taking it easy, but I feel guilty about it. Whereas if a yes, doctor was like, take it easy, I'd be like, well, I'm just following doctor's orders. <laughs> this is medical I, opinion. This is what I have to do. <laughs> I could die otherwise. Like, this is for my life, which I guess technically <laughs> that's also why we're taking it really easy right now, but whatever. <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> This is too much. This is too much. It's fine. I feel like you're going to cut half of this episode. Definitely not. Uh, so the, the episode ends with Todd's party, which is a big success. And the cartel guy is very happy that the quinceanera went off without a hitch. And he, he like kisses Bojack on the cheek and is like, you've just made a very powerful ally. I won't forget this. And Bojack's like, what's going on? Who are these people? Is this a quinceanera? <laughs> and I feel like I'm, I must have noticed it in the past. It's not like a subtle moment, but I found it so funny when he looks and sees the teenage girls like hitting the pinata and he's like, I find that pinata offensive because it like bears more than a passing resemblance to him. <laughs> I did not clock that, but I loved when they had uh, pin the tail on the donkey and there's an actual donkey. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's awesome. Like, this is so animal good. abuse. <laughs> In Bojack Land, if you got into a fight with one of the animals, would you be charged with assault or animal abuse? Ah, these are the important questions that we need to explore. I feel like assault, probably. I think so, too, because they occupy, like, the same space in the world. Yeah, I feel like like they're also, like, pets to some extent, probably, that are slightly different from the anthropomorphized versions. I feel like if you attack, like, one of those chickens from the episode that we're going to come to later, that would maybe be more like animal cruelty or something. Yeah, that that makes sense. See, these are these are the philosophical issues that you have to discuss <laughs> when it comes to Bojack Horseman. <laughs> this is the kind of hard hitting journalism you can expect every week. And you know what? It's a goddamn delight. Okay, <laughs> a delight. <laughs> so at the party, Bojack uh, meets Diane Nguyen, who is the the ghostwriter person. They have a very kind of dark conversation about how sad Bojack is all the time. Yeah, and Diane is just, like, incredibly... She's overthinking every single detail about her anxiety at parties. Yeah, and so I feel like, though I have much anxiety, social anxiety isn't really, like, the big one. Like, I feel like I would do all that overthinking when I got home from the party. I'd be like, oh, my God, did what did mm-hmm. I, like, did, oh, I said this to this person, they're going to hate me forever. But, like, in the moment, I wouldn't be, like having that but I do know that that social anxiety is like a big thing for a lot of people so I think that they probably captured that very well I would certainly overthink everything afterward much like you but I think I would also like I find it incredibly difficult to mingle in a setting where there are like little groups of people talking and I'm by myself I'm like oh crap how do I like insert myself into this conversation and I the number of times that I have like awkwardly shouldered my way into a circle found that there was no key moment for me to interject and then just like awkwardly removed myself from the circle again i can't even tell you how many times i've done that and it is like the most painful thing (laughs) see my move and this is very awkward because i am very awkward but i just kind of make it work for me is i'll like go up to the group and then i'll just like put my elbow up onto someone's shoulder and just be like hey what's up and just like make it all about me Mm -hmm. and just like force my way into the circle (laughs) 
that's the move. You got to change the subject. My thing is like, oh, I got to like politely wait for a moment where I can speak. And then it's like, well, clearly they're already having a conversation and it's never going to be like, <laughs> so who's new? No, <laughs> like I'll the last 30 seconds. <laughs> like I'll walk up. I put my elbow up on someone's shoulder and be like, hey, what are we talking about? <laughs> that's good. Maybe I should lean into that. Although I won't want to touch anyone for several years. I think that probably I'm not <laughs> allowed to put my elbow on someone's shoulder anymore. But you can do it again in like five years. One, we're all vaccinated. <laughs> it's all full circle. I'm now forcing the vaccine jokes, which I feel like is not uh, the move, but it's where it's we're at. So, <laughs> yeah, this is the uh, mental state that we're in. Oh, God. I really like this Brady Bunch analogy here. <laughs> Did you want to talk yeah, about that? So, Diane asks Bojack, it, like, if he knows, like, the story about Brady Bunch, to which Bojack starts actually describing the plot of the show the brady bunch uh and she's like no 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 like the actor who played mr brady uh thought he was a serious actor and he didn't want to do it because it was like not a serious show most people are never even going to get to do the brady bunch version of what they want to do so like shouldn't you just do the book and she really like sweet talks bojack into agreeing to actually do his memoir definitely and he kind of like he kind of goes for it. He finds it a little bit horrifying when she says, you're responsible for your own happiness. I, I do love this moment where he's like, I can't even be responsible for my own breakfast. And he just like makes a huge mess trying to pour cereal for himself. Uh, but yeah, he he does go for it in the end. Yeah. So he agrees to do it. She's like very sweet with him, gets gets him on board. And then there's a, a little moment of comedy where he's like, you're but don't talk about me being sad all the time. Like I'm hiring you as of and then he sees like an attractive woman and like checks her out first and goes as of now so that like (laughs) in theory she can't talk about that but like as if bojack is gonna just not be checking out women this whole time is yeah like that's to me the funniest part like he thinks okay well i'll never do that again so it won't be in the book (laughs) yeah spoiler alert he is not going to be perfect for the rest of the series (laughs) and then the show ends with Bojack finding out that Mr. Peanut Butter and Diane are together. Like, mm-hmm. together, together. Like, in a sexual like, way. Romantically. Like, in a sexual <laughs> way. They have seen each other naked. I And he, that joke really drags on, but I still <laughs> thought it was funny the whole time. Because it's too. like, wait, you're, like, together? Like, you're dating? Like, romantically? Like, sexually? Like, that penis has been in that vagina? Like, <laughs> repeatedly. what? And Diane and Mr. Peanut Butter are just like, yeah. Like, they don't even make a big deal yeah, out of just- Bojack acting like a total loon. <laughs> yeah, they're just like completely uh, stoic about it. Just like, yep, 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 yep. No matter how many times he asks the same question, like, yep, that's what's the that's the situation. Yeah. And then he copiously vomits cotton candy everywhere. Of course, because he can't help himself with that cotton candy. Can't help it. That was the one rule that we weren't supposed to get a cotton candy machine. Do you like cotton candy? I'm okay with cotton candy. Like, if you gave me some cotton candy, I would eat it. But I certainly could control myself around the machine. Yeah, I feel like I like cotton candy, but I would never seek it out. Yes, 100% agree. Yeah, okay. I'm glad we're on the same page. <laughs> <laughs> These are the things that matter. Okay, <laughs> did, do you feel, did we miss anything? I feel like we talked it to death. <laughs> I agree. Um, did we want to have any kind of like spoiler section or do we want to just like run this uh, spoiler free? I'm happy to do yeah. a spoiler <laughs> part if you want to talk about spoilers. 
We can do one as necessary, I think. Like, I don't think we need to have one just for the sake of having one. Spoiler free for now. I mean, I feel like things will come up where we're like, oh, talk about this. But yeah. I don't think there's anything from this that we, like, have to. Yeah. I feel like most of the time we will be, like, a largely spoiler free podcast so that people can watch along with us if they have never seen it before. But if there is anything that we def- desperately need to talk about, we can flag it and give people a heads up. Yeah, we'll be like, get out of here. Yeah. Not like that. What's oh, Anyways, okay, so... <laughs> Do we want to address, just before we wrap this yeah. up, is there anything we should address the uh, Diane of it all? Or, uh... I, I don't even know where to start with the Diane of it all. I do think that it is, it's important to note that Diane Nguyen is not a white woman, but is voiced mm-hmm. by a white woman. And that is mm-hmm. not good. Should, <laughs> should not have happened that way. Yeah, and, like, Alison Brie has since said, like, she isn't thrilled that she did it in hindsight, and, like, obviously that was not the best call. Representation is important, and we should flag that. Yes, <laughs> no, we have, to, we have to talk about that. That's, that's true. I, I think that if we are like, oh, that's above our pay grade, no, then, that's, we're, then yeah. we're just literally just complicit, <laughs> part of the and I'm not, I'm not comfortable <laughs> with that. So that is, that's a big problem for me personally, mm. but it is. It happened, and should we just say every time Dan comes up, be like, just remember? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no I, I think did. it's just like it's good that it's important to like just flag it and note that this was like probably not the right choice, and like the show has since said like that was probably not the right call, and Allison Brie has said this was probably not the right call, but I think they they do try to correct slightly in some later seasons where they sort of explore Diane a little bit more from the perspective of her as a Vietnamese American. Um, So I think they try to kind of correct a little bit there, but um, yeah, just something important to keep in mind, I think. Yeah, it would have been really great if they had thought, hey, this is a a Vietnamese character. Let's find a uh, Vietnamese actress to voice her. But I guess uh, they were like, oh, nope, no such thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So not on people's minds in 2014, apparently that we and should that's, have representation. That's but. the thing too that just makes it so mind-boggling because it's like it's not like this came out in the 90s. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah, it's wild. It's a recent show. <laughs> yeah. So. So yeah. So and... yeah. No, that was that was good to queue up. But yeah, is there anything else like about the episode? I th- I feel like we touched we touched on uh, everything. I think so. I think, as you said, I think we've, like, talked it to death, yeah. so hopefully people have a sense of what this is going to be like every we week. We will be beating the dead horse every week. <laughs> <laughs> the horse pod. Yeah, the dead horse pod. <laughs> alternate title. But, yeah, so we will be back next week to talk about episode two of season one, titled Bojack Hates the Troops, an episode that I love dearly, so I'm excited to talk yes. about it. And in the meantime, Lindsay, uh, if people want to hear more from you, where can they find you? So I'm not on Twitter because I'm a bad person, but we have another podcast. <laughs> you know what? I feel like it's been incredibly good for my mental health to not be on Twitter. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so I have another podcast talks about The Simpsons called Simpsons Then and Now. You can find us on Twitter at Simpsons Then Now. Uh, but yeah, that's really the only place to find me. I mean, that I feel like is a good thing and is healthy. I, on the <laughs> other hand, am very much accessible on the web i can be found on every social media platform at kirsten said what (laughs) including twitch where i am streaming three times a week currently on the we're on the path to becoming a twitch partner and i will stop at nothing to achieve that so i'm just streaming all the time right now and people can check me out over there doing 
Among Us Hide and Seek. We do a lot of dating and online dating talk on Thursdays and then Tuesdays rotate. It's it's a dream and everyone should should check me out over there. Uh, as well as so- within the next few weeks, Riverdale is back, which means that Kowski Cast will be back. Uh, my weekly Riverdale recap podcast with Mary Kwiatkowski. That's cow with a K. Person, you have so much going I have on. Too much, I have too much going on. <laughs> What were you I work thinking? a full-time job too it's fine I can give up sleep this year I think oh my god okay well this feels worth it I mean but actually though I live in pacific time so like I just have more time because like when my friends <laughs> yeah, that's how that when works. my friends on the east coast go to bed I go to bed but like I don't have Fair. to go to bed when they go to bed I could just use those hours to do things in my life <laughs> <laughs> all right well good okay so i'm glad that we have found a time to do this this was so much fun yeah i had a great time i think this is a, a five-star podcast already uh, <laughs> and people should rate us as such because there will be a rating <laughs> that is possible that's such a beautiful segue <laughs> i am a professional baby <laughs> so yes i think that that will be all for for this week please subscribe rate review uh, i'll sh- if you send me tweets i'll show Lindsay what you had to say <laughs> and we will see you next time bye